We'd like to express our appreciation to Fool and Scholar Productions for their generous support of Podtails. Fool and Scholar Productions are the creators of a horror fiction podcast set in the Arctic wastes known as The White Vault. Journey north with an international repair team to locate the source of a mysterious signal. Trapped in the White Wastes, the team makes a dark discovery and finds that they might not be alone. What horrors lurk beneath the ice? Find out today on The White Vault. Available however you listen to podcasts. Oh, I have been meaning to listen to this one. Tell me more about it. Come On In The Water's Fine is an annual mermaid fiction anthology. The first season was single storyteller format. The second season was conversational audio plays. Essentially, the deal I made with myself was that as long as it was about mermaids, I could do anything I wanted. Uh, So yeah, poetry is infused throughout because I love poetry and it's my podcast. And all these artists were drawing mermaids every year and it made me really want to make self-indulgent fun art about mermaids. There is not enough mermaid audio fiction. There are not enough mermaid podcasts. I'm being the change I want to see in the world. Come on in, the water's fine. Season 2, Mermaids and Other Monsters. Four different episodes, four different conversations. Season 2, Episode 1, The Harpy Episode. Hi! 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 Um, can I help you? Yes! I I mean, no. Sort of? Well, (laughs) of course. I'm sorry. You are confused because I talk to you, which means it's up to me to clarify the topic of conversation, and I'm just doing nothing, and you have no idea who I am. Well, I, I do know you, I think. What? Really? Your flock, your your community, uh, your... My family? Yes, your, your family. You all fed from the same ships as my flock a few times. You all lured the ship closer, and then we flew up and killed and ate the entrails of all those who didn't jump overboard. Yeah, that's us. That's, that's where I've seen you two. <laughs> Hi! Hi! Yeah! <laughs> uh, okay, um, I just... Okay. I don't know how to start this, so I'm just gonna say it. I just want to tell you that you, that I, I just wanted to tell you that I love your voice. Really? I think it's possibly one of the most beautiful voices I've ever heard. (laughs) Oh, oh, thank you. And while we're handing out compliments, I love your voice. Well, really? I'm serious. I've heard you sing. It's so light and uh, ethereal. No matter how close you are, it feels like you're too far away. It's mesmerizing. That is the idea. But the way you do it is different. With the other sirens I've heard, it's beautiful, and they do lure ships, but the effect is different. With most, I hear it's, it's like trying to quench thirst with salt water. No matter how much you drink, no relief. And perhaps... The access to it might even make you thirstier. The shipboard creatures, the, um... Humans? Humans. Humans. Eh, The humans 
They hear, and then they scramble and hurry as if being away from a siren is the greatest torture in the world. But when you sing, it's as if they've just woken up from a long sleep and been invited to a great breakfast feast. Yeah. Before I found my family, I mostly traveled and fed alone, and it's possible to learn entire ship on your own, but ill-advised. And if you want to stay put for a couple hundred years, it's best if the area you live in doesn't have a reputation for losing entire ships. So I just started luring one or two from a ship, and the humans that are left think it's just regular misfortune and are none the wiser. Oh, I love that. It's not really a problem for us. For years, I thought the ship dollars were migratory, like fish or birds, and they just had to pass by us to get back to their birthing place. Why else would they keep passing us? We're not hiding. Maybe they're thrill-seekers? Well, that's just ridiculous. But not ridiculous enough to be implausible. I get with your family, they can't really see you until it's too late, so you don't know what's getting you. You stay away just in case. But <laughs> we're just out there in full sight, and we don't eat all of them. Many have lived to tell the tale. The information's out there. Well, they could just like your voices. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> I literally started this conversation in an attempt to compliment you and your voice. I started a conversation. And that does seem to be a big deal for you. It, it is a big deal. I'm terrible at conversations. Your voice is amazing. This compliment is not given lightly. Your voice... When you sing, it feels like the entire world has been tilted out of place, and I should be falling, but I'm not. The world vibrates around me, and I feel everything and nothing all at once. It's consuming. It's pleasant, but that feels like too cavalier a way to describe it. Your voice is magnificent. Thank you. It feels unreal that someone would talk to me just to tell me they like my voice. It makes me feel less alone in loving it myself. Really? Well, yeah. Loving my voice is kind of something I have to actively do, and I do love it. I didn't always love it. I never hated it, but I never particularly found joy in it until I sought the joy in it. Which probably seems silly. <laughs> Finding the joy in my voice is like finding the joy and picking between your teeth. It's this mundane necessity. I don't sing because I love it. I sing because I need to. But if it's every day and so often, it seemed a waste to spend so much time doing this basic thing without any sort of feeling for it. So I sought the joy and I found it. The joy in how powerful it feels... The joy in how it can sink ships and feed my entire flock from the wreck. I find the joy in the feel of my voice, the way it feels leaving my throat and the way it feels in the air around me. It's wonderful and I feel so ridiculous that it feels so wonderful because why the heck should this boring mundane nothing feel so wonderful? Because it's not nothing. Yes, yes, it's not. And it might be silly that it's not nothing, but it's not. And it's not as if... I'm not saying that I'm good at it. It's... I don't know if I could ever say whether I'm good or bad at it. Well, I can say it. 
You're good at it. Thank you. <laughs> what I mean is, I like my voice. I, I like using it. And even if there was a way to objectively prove my voice is terrible, I would still like it. At least for me. Though, knowing me, I'd probably avoid using it around others, because if my voice is bad, I don't think no one would want to hear it. But I'd still want to hear it. You don't enjoy it because it's good. You enjoy it because you're using it, and using it is a pleasurable experience. Yes, exactly that. Thank you. I had a similar experience when I was younger. Well, similar in that it was the exact opposite. I hated my voice. Why? It's so beautiful. I really couldn't tell you why. Except maybe for the same reason I like it now, I suppose. I hated the experience of using my voice when I was younger, so I hated my voice. I enjoy using my voice now, so I like my voice now. The experience shaped your opinion of the tool. Exactly. Thank you. And also, thank you for indulging me in this conversation. <laughs> Indulge is nowhere near accurate. You are a delightful conversationalist, and I like talking to you. Well... I might more readily believe that compliment if I wasn't acutely aware of how this conversation began. <laughs> what was that you said earlier? This compliment is not given lightly. Well, thank you. You're welcome. That was Dallas Wheatley as the Harpy and Shade Oyamakinwa as the Siren. Sound design by Chroma. Come on in, the water's fine. Season 2 Mermaids and Other Monsters. Listen on Spotify, Radio Public, Podchaser, and many other wonderful podcatchers. Now, before you head off, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you about a future show that I've been looking forward to for quite some time. Premiering May 2020, Whispering is a retelling of Corey's descent into the underworld. Written by the magnificent Dallas Wheatley. Find it on the Fireside Folktales feed. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Welcome to the mid-roll. I have wonderful news. That podcast rack for Whispering you just heard? That was made in May. The wait is over. All of Whispering is up on the Fireside Folktales feed right now as you're listening to this. It's funny, actually, because the two Come On In The Water's Fine episodes featured for Podtails are the two episodes with the Whispering recommendation, and as you just heard, I'm keeping those in. Life is a lot, and we're all just trying to get through. Plus, Whispering's really great. <laughs> the fifth episode made me cry for very specific-to-me reasons, and I love it. Whispering. So nice, I wrecked it thrice. Anyway, I can't go on without telling you about Hauntingly Humdrum. It's a 13-episode slice-of-life Halloween anthology that I really wanted to exist, and over... 20 people were willing to help me make it a reality. 
<laughs> so many different artists coming together to create so many wildly different tales of the magically mundane. It was made for Halloween, but only like two episodes occur on Halloween. It's a very good autumn listen. Full season's up now. You got monsters and magical people just living their surprisingly boring, albeit compelling, lives. As you have heard and will hear, this is a pattern with me. On to the next episode. Come on in, the water's fine. Season 2, Mermaids and Other Monsters. Four different episodes, four different conversations. Season 2, Episode 3, The Kraken Episode. hungry me too let's go eat something where surface Uh, i don't want to crash any ships right now well i'd be the one crashing the ship fine i don't want to lure any ships right now why not it's pretty easy right yeah but i just i don't want to oh you want to just run through a school of fish with our mouths open no i don't feel like that either and how would that work for you Oh, I'd get one. Hmm. Oh, want to wrestle a whale? No. And why? Why not? I don't eat whale. How would wrestling a whale get me fed? I don't know. Something to do. You wanna me? No. No, no, no. Go back. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about the fact that you just completely abandoned any attempt to procure sustenance in less than two minutes. Let's talk about the fact that you abandoned the totally obtainable goal of get something to eat in favor of let's go pick a fight with a whale. Now, hold on. I didn't say we should pick a fight. You said wrestle a whale. Yeah. And have you heard of a little something called asking first? Oh, my apologies. I didn't realize you intended that we should convince a whale to spar with us. Hey. Hey, buddy. That's still a terrible idea. Sparring with whales is a bad idea in the best of circumstances. You are a tiny, weak, tiny mermaid being. You are barely bigger than what they usually eat. Now me? I admittedly, technically, have a shot. Wow. There was not a lick of confidence in that statement. Why would there be? I'm barely bigger than a whale. And what am I going to do? Wrap them up in a death grip with my tentacles and bite them with my beak until they submit? Now the sarcasm in your tone tells me you think that that's ridiculous. But I gotta say, that sounds like a pretty good strategy. This is why the thought of your sparring with a whale is not only terrifying, it's laughable. Whales are culturally and genetically noble creatures. They would never allow biting in a sparring match. Plus, their mouths are way bigger than mine. I'd like to go back and officially log my displeasure in your complete dismissal of me as a potential whale fighter. I think I could hold my own against a whale. No, you could not. I'm not saying I'd have a chance of winning, but I think I could put up a good fight. No, you could not. 
How are you not getting this? You are not even on the same level of existence as a whale. What you gonna do? Scratch it with your claws? Bite it with your sharp teeth? You are a parasite to them. Actually, not even a parasite, because a parasite could bring them effective and lasting harm. At best, you are an itch. You're an itch that they will scratch by rubbing you up against the sand and thus turning you into more sand. We are nothing to them. You, an infinitesimally small piece of floating debris. Me. What does my size make me? An oddity? A kinetic sculpture for them to gaze upon? When's the last time you even talked to a whale? I talk to whales all the time. And you know what? They are people. They are people just like you and me. Are they huge and powerful? Yes. Are they the closest thing to deities on this planet? That we know of, yeah. But they're still people, and people make mistakes. That I will take advantage of to crush them in unarmed combat. Your hubris disgusts me. In one breath, you readily admit that they are godlike, and in the next, you still claim that you have a chance? How dare you! They are the Earth's favored children, and yet you swim there and tell me with a straight face that you, you, can cut down God's calvary. Going back to the food conundrum, even if we lost, I think that the whales would respect us and then bring us food so we could eat together as comrades. So win or lose, we'd still win. Why is this the way you want to get food? I want it to move on. You're the one who wouldn't let the whale fighting go. Be that as it may. Brainstorming means there are no bad ideas. Maybe whale fighting could have led to another good idea. Like following a school of whales until we come across sharks or ships or somebody trying to mess with them. And then we mess with the sharks or the ships or somebody before they get to the whales. So not only do we get to eat the sharks or the ships or the somebody, but then the whales love us and will let us swim with them. And they'll probably feed us for a while after that. Oh, dang. Yes. No bad ideas. Let's go find some whales. Brainstorming is a powerful tool, but you gotta follow the sacred tenets of collaboration. I know, I know. You'd think you'd learn to trust my brain mechanisms by now. That was Danielle Ellett as the mermaid and Shade Oyamakinwa as the kraken. Sound design by Chroma. Come on in, the water's fine. Season 2. Mermaids and other monsters. Listen on Spotify, Radio Public, Podchaser, and many other wonderful podcatchers. Now, before you head off, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you about a future show that I've been looking forward to for quite some time. Premiering May 2020, Whispering is a retelling of Corey's descent into the underworld. Written by the magnificent Dallas Wheatley. Find it on the Fireside Folktales feed. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. We'd like to express our appreciation to Fool and Scholar Productions for their generous support of Podtales. 
Fool and Scholar Productions are the creators of a horror fantasy podcast called Dark Dice. The story was originally an RPG game, but it's been turned into a full production audio drama, complete with an orchestral soundtrack. Six travelers embark on a journey into the dead pines to find their town's missing children, but a sinister creature that can take the form and voice of the heroes infiltrates their midst. As it kills and replaces them one by one, can our heroes figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Find out today on Dark Dice, available however you listen to podcasts.